Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. That's what they're trying to figure out. It's the In Wheel Time car talk show. Coming up, Conrad has the popular This Week in Auto History. Got, got some good stuff. When, is it good? Some pretty cool, cool, cool information. Okay. And uh, we're going to get you updated on the stories making car news this week. We're also going to walk you through, once again, with uh, John Gray at Gulf Coast Auto Shield, uh, the do's and the don'ts during, I don't remember the words that you used, but uh, it really, the, the, the nitpicky stuff about keeping your car clean. I think that you used the mosh pit of weather changes. I like the that. The mosh pit. <laughs> I like that. It is. Well, I mean, think of it. It's, that's his 1980s dance move there. The yep. mosh pit. The mosh pit. Yep. Depeche mode. And with that, here's Johnny. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars. King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zeke, and I'm Don Armstrong. And joining us now, right over here in this button, is <laughs> Mr. John Gray. Hi, Johnny. How are you, brother? Hello, boys. Doing well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Um, so uh, 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 would you normally be there on a Saturday like this? I try to come in on Saturdays from uh, about 9 to 11 now. Uh, oh, so you can listen day. to the In Wheel Time car show. Absolutely. We just dropped him. We did? He, did, he yanked something and did something. Oh, yeah, I got to get him back. Well, let's get him back uh, because we need to talk to him. It's always good to talk to him. He's our friend. Well, He's he, a nice he, man. He keeps us well, up. and and I, what I, we need to say very thank you to uh, John for uh, being so gracious. He was originally to come in at eight on the guest lineup today, but because of the change with Sue becoming available from Saudi Arabia, John was gracious enough to take the ten thirty slot, which is a little later than what he likes. But he did it, and uh, I really want to tell him we appreciate his. Flexibility. Well, he gave you a full minute and a half, so you're good. <laughs> don't know, don't know what happened there, boys. I'm sorry about that. Well, that's okay. Your daughter, you your daughter's not there today, is she? You know, the sad thing is, is uh, one of my clients hired my daughter away from me. <laughs> you're kidding? Are you serious? No. Probably paid I, her I, more. I, I, I <laughs> paid her. Period. I can't. I, he, he's an orthodontist. He's a great guy, and uh, her background is dentistry. Oh, and that's really where she. That's really where she needs to be. And I can't pronounce his last name. It starts with a K, so I just call him Dr. Kevorkian. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Kevorkian. <laughs> but it's a good thing. And I knew that would happen because she's such a sharp kid. Um, and I'm happy for her. But she's uh, basically selling his treatment plans in, in his office. And uh, from what he tells me, he, she's doing extremely well. So I'm happy for her. And so I, I brought my niece in. Uh, to work the front counter, and uh, Don, you'll have to come by and meet her. Uh oh, she's she's also she's she's great. Well, and, and what is she twelve or something? I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> she's Don. She's twenty eight. So, but she uh, understands good, how to work the computers. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, important. Very that's, important. That's, maybe maybe we should get her over there in that seat. Think yeah, that put her right here. There you go. Well, um, that, yeah, she's she's really cool. Good. Well, uh, yes, I'll definitely have to stop by. So we wanted to talk to you today about uh, the mosh pit of weather changes and what we can do to kind of uh, help our cars along because this is really, in my estimation, the worst time of the year for weather in Houston, Texas. 
One day we yeah, can go is. from 76 degrees to 40 degrees. In rain. Yeah, in rain in a matter of minutes. And uh, it really wreaks havoc on the car's finish. Yeah, you're right about that. Like today, you know, with this, uh, it's supposed to rain a little bit harder. But with these damp uh, conditions in the morning, some fogginess and, and uh, the roads are not, they're not quite wet, but they're just, they're just damp. And you're just spraying, you know, any kind of debris and, and the road dirt is going to, is pretty much going to cake your car. And uh, especially the lower you go on your car and the further back you go, um, the dirtier a car is going to be. So you want to make sure that you're using proper wash techniques. You know, I've not talked to you guys a lot about a foam cannon and the reason, uh, but a lot of people use them, but they don't use them in the right way. So in order to use a foam cannon the right way, get you a little cheap pressure washer. You know, one of these $100 Ryobis uh, or something from Lowe's, a Greenworks. And, um, but the important thing with a foam cannon is you wanna make sure that you use a soap that has the proper surfactant in it. A lot of these soaps are just there for, uh, uh, just for show almost, you know, they, you coat your car with this foam. What you want it to do is you want it to, to loosen up the embedded dirt that's on the car uh, before you, uh, before you go to washing it. So proper procedure is going to be, you know, fine lab makes a wonderful soap. Uh, believe it or not, the Meguiar soaps that you can buy in the stores uh, also have a really good surfactant in them. Um, you know, one way that you can test the surfactant in a soap is just take a, take a, like a, tablespoonful of a couple of different soaps on a dirty car and and drip them down the side of the car and then use a pressure washer to to pressure wash that area not not a not a crazy uh powerful one you also want to make sure that you're using you know the green nozzle yellow at, at, you know at, at best and pressure wash that area the area that is cleanest where you drip that soap is going to be the soap that has the best surfactant in it so um, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to test your soap and uh, compare it against something else. So with the fine lab soaps, you know, the best thing to do, pressure, uh, foam the car down really good, let it sit for four or five minutes so that soap can eat into that dirt and then pressure wash it off. And you're removing a lot of the grime and grit that was, uh, that was on that car before you started that process. The less, you know, the less you touch the car with dirt on it, the better off you're going to be. Now, it's not going to remove everything. That's that's completely impossible. But it's going to remove it's going to remove quite a quite a bit off the sides and the bottom of the car, especially. Uh, and those are the th those are the kind of contaminants that you know you can you wash your car with those on them, and you're not using the right procedures, then you will uh, you'll scratch it. You'll you'll swirl it up. And, and Don's going to need a foam cannon that doubles for his uh, disco dance floor that he puts out in the street on a Saturday <laughs> nights for all the neighbors. Well, there's a lot of things you can do with them for sure. <laughs> um, something else. Something else we got. To, something else that we got recently. Uh, you is, turn it you, red, you John. Heard, you guys have heard of the grit guards, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. In the wash bucket. So, Yep, in the wash bucket. So there's some new there's some new grit guards out there. They're not actually made by grit guard. Uh, they're called dirt locks. These things are have a design in them to where you can hold that grit that uh, dirt lock up in in the the top side of it. You can hold your hand and blow on it. You're going to feel that air uh, on the other side. But if you blow it from the back to the front and hold your hand up, you're not going to feel anything because the design is going to stop things from coming back up 
into or onto the car. So every time you suck, you know, you put, put your mid into the, uh, into the, uh, into the bucket, you know, that dirt with a grit guard can, some of it can come back up because the, 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 the holes in that grit guard are so big. Well, with this product, um, it's going to be very, very difficult for the dirt to come back up and get back on your rag. So just an evolution in some of the products out there uh, recently. We've, we've had that product for about six months, and that's all we use now and all we sell. Sounds almost kind of like mama's washboard. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not that anybody would remember such a thing, oh, but yeah. uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not even going to go there with you. Why? Mama's washboard. Mama's washboard didn't keep the dirt down in the underneath it. No. It kind of stirred it in. What John's talking about I is know now what he's talking the, the about. motion of the water isn't going to elevate some of that particulate up into the mid. So you know, and again, genius technology. Yeah. And they also have they also have an accessory for that thing that is a washboard type. So it sits on the side. Mm-hmm. So you can use the side of the bucket and the bottom of the bucket. But uh, of course, it's buying one extra part of it. But um, Man, it, it, uh, they then, really, really Can you do get a ringer well. to go with it? No, and then afterwards you no. can use it to play in Jeff's band. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, Mama did have a squeeze box. Yeah. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> we've, we've, we've um, lost ourselves. You know, you guys, you guys also mentioned a few minutes ago about the lack of, of vehicles on the, um, uh, on these, on the, on the lots in the showrooms. Oh, you know, yeah. it's absolutely amazing. I, I don't know what to drive in. Uh, the only thing I think of this driving this, uh, uh, all these people that come in and get get these clear bras and whatnot, it's because they're paying so much more money for cars these days. Yes, sir. And I think the the emphasis um, on protecting your vehicle and protecting your investment is more uh, is just heightened more than I think it ever has been. Very much um, so. Because we continue to see a steady stream of vehicles, uh, new vehicles especially, uh, coming in the shop on a daily daily basis. It's it's a uh, you know, I really worried when the pandemic started that, uh, and we started to see the, the chip production do what it was doing. And I figured, man, with the, with the fewer cars, we were, you know, we were going to struggle. And, and that just has not been the case. I and have the dealerships nev- aren't I struggling have ne- either. I have never known John Gray's shop to struggle at all. He's got more cars than he can handle. Can't park around there. He needs to well, stack, a new building. stack them well, vertically. That's, that's his new oh, place. Oh, yeah. You, we can park. We got lots and lots of parking back here. Um, it makes the workflow better because we don't have to. We don't struggle with where are we going to put this one, where are we going to put that one. Yeah, got to shuffle um, them and everything. Yeah, you don't have to move three of yeah. them to get to one. We actually got a, a Lucid yesterday. Um, oh, you did a the, new Lucid. We have a, uh, I'm kind of disappointed in it. Are you? Why? I'm a little disappointed. It just it just doesn't have the look to me. Um, it feels. It feels a little light. Some of the it feels cheap in some areas. Wow, it's me. not a cheap car. It's not. What is that car? One hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five <laughs> yeah, somewhere exactly. in there. Yeah, and it's electric. The owner, the owner is not very pleased with it either. To so, be, uh, to be quite frank with you, what do you think of the paint on it? Paint looks pretty good. Paint looks good. Paint looks better than uh, uh, any other startup I've ever seen. So. The fit and finish on it is also very good compared to uh, uh, some of the other electric car manufacturers. Uh, something else we're seeing quite a few of is the new Mach-E uh, and the Mach-E GT, which is really, really a cool car. And it's put together pretty well. 
Looking forward to seeing the new Mercedes S class, the EQ. Uh, EQS, I'm not sure what it's called, yeah. but yeah, I'd like to see that car uh, very soon. I'm sure we will. In a mass-produced car, John, what what do you think uh, is the best fin- finish and the best fit? And they don't necessarily have to be the one and the same. Porsches are very, very good. The Porsche across the board is is excellent. Um, BMW is also very good. So I think those are probably uh, probably the two that I would say that have the best fit and finish right now. Now, I know that you've had the new Corvette over there in your shop. What do you think about the fit and finish on it? Pretty good. You know, it's, it's pretty good for such a radical design change on that car. Uh, what they did uh, as far as being able to put that car out in a quality fashion is actually, it's astounding. Um, that, car is, that car is magical. You know, I, I've not really driven one more than about 15, 20 miles. Uh, it's a little bit, well, it's a lot too small for me from a height standpoint, but uh, that's that's a pretty darn good car. Now, I know there were, there were some issues with interior refinement on some of the earlier models, but I have not seen, uh, I have not seen real issues in my shop uh, that would lead me to say that it's a, it's a, it's a you know, a, a company-wide issue. So, and, and paint-wise on it, you think that they have uh, somewhat improve the paint quality of a corvette because some of the past ones were maybe a little less than desirable do you remember when the uh, the, the c7 came out mm-hmm. it looked like it looked like the bay when you were flying over it it had such bad uh orange peel in it now i wouldn't say it's world class it looked like means. manuel or ortega uh, ortega's face the old uh, yeah. prime minister of uh, panama nicaragua <laughs> Nicaragua. Um, <laughs> One of those. He's president, not prime minister. <laughs> Whichever. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's actually uh, it, it's reasonable. It's 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 pretty good. It's not, you know, they're chasing Ferrari on uh, on what they're trying to accomplish there with that car. And At never a quarter of the price. Uh, right. They're never going to get it on the on the fit and finish or the uh, quality of the paint job. But it, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a well put together car. It seems. And uh, how are you doing on staffing over there? Uh, uh, we went out to uh, eat the other night, and uh, it said, please pardon us uh, while uh, we're, we're short-staffed. You short-staffed? The most I've had out in this, in this latest round of, uh, of COVID is going to be one. Uh, okay. we're, mostly, we're mostly vaccinated here uh, and uh, uh, very, uh, very fortunate. That's good. Good for you. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And um, you're you're still you're still trying to talk the guy next door into uh, opening up the opening up the wall over there so you can move into his uh, space. Let me tell you, as soon as that guy decides to leave, we're gonna we're gonna take it. <laughs> we're gonna take it. I just I just don't I just don't know how much uh, how soon that's gonna be. Unfortunately. Hey, we know a guy. We'll yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. We know Tony, two thumbs. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I will say this: that when I was over there, I thought, well, it, it, you know, it's a beautiful shop. It, you know, he's got the nice floor in it and the great lighting in there, and everybody's got a space that they can work a couple of cars at a time in there. It's well thought yep. out. It's well done. But I'm going. He needs more room. Yeah. And I thought that, you know. Well, with more room, he'll need more people, too. Yeah. So well, I know. It all goes I hand know. in hand. But I remember when he was uh, working over at uh, Custom Car Stereo. So uh, we, go, we got history, you and I. We got history. And, you know, we may, there may be some, uh, 
We, we may, I may have something to announce the next time I'm on the show. We may have something else going on where we, we may get a little bit of flexibility. Um, and that, that will revolve around, uh, uh, a new dealership that's going to be, uh, in the works. It's, nice. That's the tease. The tease. Yeah. The tease. The tease. We like, we Thanks, like, John. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. We like the tease. Well, I mean, that, that things are going well for you and I'm glad this is one of the hardest working guys on the planet and, uh, and Go- he, Gulf coast auto shield. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gulf coast. And he does such a great job in, in, in automotive finishes and whether you've got, you know, that million dollar paint job or you've got one of those, uh, Chevy factory jobs, uh, paint jobs, uh, John can give you an estimate and, and look at your paint and say, okay, well, we can do this and we can do this. We need to repaint that. We need to do this and that. Because John does have a painter um, that he uh, works with. And, you know, I mean, uh, when it comes to automotive finishes and and interior stuff, too, um, John uh, really does a a great job and very honest and and does great work. Yes, he does. um, Hard work. See y'all Y'all want to see anything out in the shop before we go? Well, of course we do. Yeah. We've been. You always have great toys. We were waiting for you to, to invite us out there. We we heard you we talk about a, Porsches. We got a couple. Uh, we got a couple pretty cool things out here. Let's well, uh, let's go. Let's go check it out here. Hang All on right. one sec. Let me get this going. Okay. And by the way, uh, John's uh, John's place is right off the uh, tollway, uh, just to the east of fifty nine. So. It's easy to get to. Very easy to get there we to. Go. Much easier than before. Right, he must have drank all, right, all that whiskey he used to have. I know. I was looking for it, too. He's getting thirsty. There's your, there's your lucid. Yeah. And, uh, man. Le- uh, less than you inter- expected. It does have a pretty interesting trunk on it. Let me, sh- let me show you how you access that. It's a... Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can get this. This key is uh, kind of weird. Nope, that opens the front. <laughs> Let's see what we do. Is there a lucid dealership in town? I believe there is. A uh, very small, hawking and vicious car called Open, unfortunately. We're not going to be able to see the front, but we will be able to see the, uh, the outside of the car. So it's got a uh, weird roof on it. It does have a weird roof. Almost mimics the old stainless steel barrettes. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. On it. Is that a paint color, or is that is that actually a stainless top? No, it can't be stainless, can it? No, it's very so. uh, very plasticky. Okay. <laughs> um, what else you got in McLaren. there? There's a McLaren GT over here. Yikes! Love those McLarens. Those are such beautiful cars. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of a cool car. Um, it's a that's a pretty neat car. This is something I really like here. This Bronco, the new Bronco. So, yeah, we did a full paint protection film wrap on it, and then we're doing a graphics kit uh, from my buddy down at uh, Underground Graphics, Greg Lilly, and uh, painting the uh, the trim rings white uh, and the Bronco white on the back, and the and the guides on the front of the hood. Those are going to be white as well. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. There's a Tesla. We did a satin paint protection film wrap on. You can, so yeah, you, can, you can see it. Yeah, you can see that. That looks cool. Car, car does look pretty cool, doesn't it? Well, you've got a great relationship with the uh, the Tesla community here in town because you've always got more than one of them in the shop. Oh, there's that Mercedes GT. That's a GT Black Series. So there's only a few of these around. Um, this is pretty 
That's a pretty cool car. It looks yeah, pretty that, cool awesome. car. That's an understatement. That's a cool car. <laughs> that is an awesome ride. Look at that wing on the hey, back. You now, you boys are going to like this one right here. Oh, Fox Body. Sailing. Okay. Sailing. Car's got 12,000 miles on it. Um, only thing we had to redo on this car, we, of course, we polished it and, and corrected the paint and did all the things that we do to it. But the wheels just were not good. So this is an Oxford white car. And so we had, uh, we're having the wheels repainted uh, to match the car. Now, are you doing the wheels or did you send them out? I sent them out. I sent them out. We just don't have, we don't have the facility to do it. But he's also got a black convertible that I've not seen that he says is in better condition than this uh, saline. And uh, I tell you, if it is, it's got to be pretty special because this car is in great condition. And as odd as it sounds, white is a relatively difficult color to match <laughs> because the, the tone oh, it, in white it can may, be. It may be the most difficult yeah. color, Conrad. It may be there are two. There are so many whites out there, so you yeah. always want to look for a paint code. And then we got a few things out back here. Um, poor Camaro, see a Camaro? Yep. Uh, wife decided to spray paint some stuff beside the car. Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was upset. Yeah, um, in the wind, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how you got uh, so much room. I mean, it just compared to where you were, this yeah. is just beautiful. Yeah, it's a lot better. It's a lot better in here. Um, that's a great car. That spider, uh, that's a 2016, I believe. Fantastic. Wow, what a, what a, and that's, that's the V10, correct? Well, no, that's the, uh, that's a, uh, Boxster spider. So okay. it's got a, uh, it's got a 3.8 liter six flat six. I believe this is a cool one too. Look at this, uh, 50th anniversary. They only made nine, uh, 1963 of these cars in the world because of course they're clever and they started the Porsche. 911 in 1963. Uh, uh, uh. So, okay. um, but uh, of course, we always have a Model 3 or 4 in here. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's kind of the extent of my uh, so what we have in here right th th now. This week's collection. Yeah, well, John, I think John, you need a few more. Yeah. <clears throat> John, it's always great to talk to you, and we thank you so much for taking the time today. And um, let's get in touch soon. And as we'll, and soon as you get ready to make your big announcement, let us know. All right. Well, Don, stop by and see us, man. Um, and thank you, guys. I I appreciate uh, appreciate the opportunity to come and on. As been, always. John, we put your website up on our Facebook page. And I wanted to thank you again for being so flexible, allowing us to change last minute on what time you were going to join us. Oh no, no problem, man. It's it's uh, it's my it's my honor to to be on the show. We love you. Love Take care of yourself, you. and uh, good luck this year. And we'll be in touch soon. Take care, guys. Thank Bye. you. Thanks. John Gray, Gulf Coast Auto Shield. Time now for this week in auto history. So first one I don't have a picture for, but we do want to wish a happy birthday to John DeLorean. He was born uh, this week in 1925. And then in 1926, and that is, I do have a picture for this. You do. It's coming. If uh, Jeffrey gets yeah, there. There it is. General Motors introduced the Pontiac brand name on uh, this week. Pontiac line was a descendant of the Oakland Motor Company uh, that was acquired by General Motors in 1909. Hmm. Um, and then in 1933, Nissan Motor Company was organized in Tokyo under the name Dat Jisoda Sizo Company. It received its present name, uh, of Nissan the year after, but they originally began building vehicles, trucks, and cars under the name Datsun. Mm -hmm. In 1933, 
The construction on the Golden Gate Bridge uh, began as workers began uh, uh, excavating 3.2 million cubic feet of dirt for the structure's huge anchorages. It was initially designed by Joseph Strauss in 1917. Back then, the project cost $35 million. In today's dollars, that'd be over a half a billion. Uh, Eleven men were killed on falls during the construction. Ten of them were killed on February. 17th in 1937 uh, where a, a netting failed underneath the, underneath it. Uh, a total of 1.2 million steel rivets hold the bridge's towers together and every one of those rivets were replaced after the 1989 World Series earthquake. Uh, the Golden Gate Bridge is uh, also the highest suicide site in the world. Uh, the deck is about 245 nice. feet above the water, and it takes four seconds to fall to the water. The, jumper, the jumpers hit the water around 75 miles an hour, and the impact drama is generally what killed them. Mm. You got 11 people uh, die, people jump in. That's good. Four yeah. seconds yeah. is a long uh, time to think about changing your mind. Af- after about 1,500 deaths that happened on the bridge, they put up netting underneath to catch these people, and now they... You know, they, the death rate is virtually stopped. They throw them back. Um, in <laughs> 1952, <laughs> throw them back. In 1952, Colin Chapman uh, founded Lotus Engineering in Norfolk, That's cool, England. The first production car was the Mark Four, Mark Six. Excuse me. Um, in 1969, Carcraft assembled Job One, which is the first Boss 429. Wow. In 1985, Ford introduced the Ford Taurus, a, uh, a product of years of engineering. Distinctly streamlined car became enormous, enormously popular, lifting Ford to record profits in the late 80s. And then they ruined it when they redesigned it. Yeah, and the, uh, uh, the, the jelly bean shape of the Taurus influenced many vehicles afterwards. And then in 1994... Chrysler Corporation introduced the neon compact car uh, in its sporty plastic bodied economy car, qu- quickly became popular, also called a Skittle mm-hmm. because of the various colors. Yep. And that is this week in automotive history. All right. Hey, U.S. dealers have cashed in on the supply chain tribulations that rocked the auto industry in 2021. Profits for the average dealership are set to smash the 2020 record, fueled by tight inventories and high per-vehicle margins. According to the National Automobile Dealers Association, the average U.S. dealership recorded a net pre-tax profit of about $3.4 million through October, more than double the $1.6 million reported for the first 10 months of 2020. Hmm. According to J.D. Power data, U.S. dealerships are on pace to make about $5,200 in profit per new vehicle in December, more than triple what they made per new vehicle for the same period in 2019. While production is expected to rebound this year, the additional volume should be quickly absorbed by retail and fleet customers starved of vehicles last year. Latest NADA figures show an increase in volume and per-vehicle gross profits for new and used cars and trucks. Yep. Yeah, so good times, I guess, at the dealerships. Uh, Time now for a quick break. We're going to wrap things up right after this quick break. You're invited to the event of the year. The Houston Auto Show and Houston Boat Show are getting hitched. 
January 26th through the 30th at NRG Center. The auto show and boat show unite for the first time ever. Take a test drive, board your dream boat, check out the latest and greatest models. One ticket gets you into two great events. The Houston Auto and Boat Show, January 26th through 30th at NRG Center. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Because of inclement weather, the Tailpipes and Tacos December cruise-in was canceled. Darn it. The winter returns in the spring. Expect a new and exciting way to enjoy the gathering. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's unique Saturday morning cruise-in, and with a new quarterly format, you'll have more time for car mods and to get ready for cruise-in trophies. Yup, you can compete for best hot rod, best classic, and more. And the top car will be featured on a full-size poster that'll be used to promote the next event. Bragging rights are guaranteed here. Tailpipes and Tacos wants to thank all participants and visitors who made the event an exclusive fun gathering of unique cars, trucks, hot rods, and lots of muscle. And we know you'll enjoy it even more in 2022. Tailpipes and Tacos will still be held at the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy, just south of I-10 at Kingsland Boulevard on 99 the Grand Parkway. Stay tuned right here to the In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show and we'll tell you the exact date for the next event. Until next time, be sure to visit the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy where you'll find the best fajitas this side of California. Is your business or company looking to stand out? The man has turned button happy. Oh, I, no. I just went crazy and berserk. Well, that's what just happens like after three day. hours. I guess it's time for a nap. Well, that's a wrap for another episode of the In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Hey, when you're on our Facebook page, please give us a like. Tell your friends about us and share our junk, if you would, please. Uh, you'll get Conrad's Unicorn hunting features, along with all things automotive, all week long. There'll be some fun stuff in there, too, along with upcoming events. The In Wheel Time Car Show streams live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and on InWheelTime.com every Saturday, 8 to 11 Central Time. 30-minute podcasts are available from your favorite podcast outlet seven days a week. And thank you today to Kathy Zekin for our wonderful oh. breakfast buffet. The In Wheel Time Chief Engineer is David Ainsley. Mm. Our marketing manager and video technical director is We Need More Jeff Zekin. We do. For booking agent and podcast programmer, Mike Out of This World Mars, and his royalty, King Conrad DeLong. I'm Don Armstrong. Today's show was produced by Captain Kangaroo and Milk Drop Mo. What? I like it. Have a great rest of your weekend, if you will. Stay safe, and we look forward to joining you live again next Saturday, January 15th, 8 to 11 a.m. Central Time. We'll see you then. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.